It's not going to be easy. We've lost good people, and we may lose more. The Collectors attacked our ship. They took our crew, our friends. They think we're helpless. They're wrong. They started a war, but we're not here to finish it. We're here to make them regret. To show them and everyone else what happens when you go too far. No more running and no more waiting. Let's hit them where they live. Let's do it. Hey, everybody. Welcome to a very special episode of Rated NA. Uh, I'm here with the cast of Mass Effect, and my nerdy dreams are literally coming true. I Ooh. love these guys. Uh, this is brought to you by Nerds Vote, and Nerds Vote is a nonpartisan organization dedicated to getting all people involved in democracy. Uh, you can actually head on over to paypal.me slash nerdsvote, and all donations go toward uh, nonpartisan voter registration education efforts. We're going to have links in the show notes. We're going to have links everywhere where you can donate and help out. Um, how is everyone? I'm going to give everyone's introductions in a second, but holy cow, I literally have nerdy goosebumps on my arms because um, uh, really quick, I was, I was, I, I said this the other week, but I was pushing my kid on the swing, thinking of something I could do to help out in any capacity. Uh, and I've been doing the show for almost 10 years and I've met a lot of you guys over the course of that 10 years. Um, and I figured, well, it couldn't hurt to try, try and bring them together and uh here we are and holy cow this is fantastic thank you guys so much it's so good to be here it's so good to be here yes awesome. all, all together i know all ben. together i haven't seen you guys in so long ever all been i together. know i've missed you i know this is like the first you guys so wild okay so uh, are you seeing this are you uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, seriously it's so I, good to see everyone it's so good you know, you know something we should we should probably do something this year for n7 day get even more of us together i oh, think that's an yeah. excellent idea I think we should. I think we should. perhaps Thank because n7 days is saturday this year mm. and then if people wanted something signed afterward we could do that Ooh. i know an online platform that'll allow that to happen that's like a very good idea. Ash, and you was yeah. born in that moment. There you go. As long as long as I do not have to organize it, because uh, if I if I look at my phone anymore, my wife will dropkick me. But without further ado, uh, let's go ahead and introduce everyone here. We have the voice of Liara Tassoni, Ali Hillis. Wait, hello. hello. Uh, the voice of Sam Trainer, Alex Wilton Regan. There we go. The voice of Jack, Courtney Taylor. <laughs> the voice of Commander Shepard, Jennifer Hale. Yay. And the voice of Blasto. Just kidding. The voice of Commander <laughs> Shepard, Mark Mir. Well, I am the voice of Blasto. <laughs> I know. And many others. The voice of Caden Alenko, Raphael Sabarge. And the voice of Ashley Williams, Kimberly Brooks, who I did not know was coming until a minute ago, but I am incredibly stoked that you are Neither here. Neither did I. I know. <laughs> the late tag-in. Um, late tag-in. So I made we, it, though. Thank you so much. We're going to keep you. things pretty loose. 
Um, the first thing I want to do is kind of catch up with you guys and see how everyone has been doing during this crazy time. Then we have literally hundreds of questions. We're not going to answer hundreds, but we've got hundreds of questions and shout outs from the community from all over the world. And we're going to field some of those questions uh, from Twitter and Reddit and all over the place. And at the end, uh, if time permits, oh, someone's calling. Oh, oh sorry. Hold on. It's okay. Who is oh. it? I want to say hi to them. <laughs> Very popular. Oh, uh, your stepmom. We were all here. Hi, Jen's oh, stepmom. Uh, if time permits, we are going to do some line readings from uh, Mass Effect 1, 2, and 3 with everybody mm. here. And maybe do a little a little uh, role switcheroo just to be weird. Because that's okay. always... <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> It'll be fun. So I want to ask you guys, it's kind of hard because there's so many of us, but um, in an orderly fashion, when is the last time you guys have sort of been in, in the same space together? And I think some of you guys are just meeting here for the first time, which I feel, I feel wonderful about that, that I had something to do with that. <laughs> so when's the last time you guys actually saw each other? Courtney and I were together last year, I think. Yeah, not quite a year ago in New York. And then, oh, well, after that in LA, we had dinner a couple times last spring. And Allie, you too. Um, Alex and I haven't been together in the same room in a couple of years. Raph, it's been like years since we've been in the same space. And Mark, mm -hmm. we had lunch with David Hader and Elias Tufexis, I think a year ago, I want to say. Yes. Yeah, in LA about a, about a year Yeah, ago. and Kimberly, I think I ran into, it's been nine months or so. That's my I run. I think we, did, we had a session like... I don't even know how long ago that was. Yeah, BC mm -hmm. in the before oh, times. In the before. Wow, in the before times. <laughs> in the before, yeah, the back. In the old times. times. Yeah. Yeah. And, no, and let's see. I, Scooby and I hung out in London last year. <gasps> yeah. <gasps> and we do have a cheeky uh, text message group going. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> we do, and I do nice. try and bring on as many people onto Nerds Votes uh, little uh, IG casts as possible. So if you haven't been on you i'm coming for you <laughs> awesome awesome tell your friend she's coming for you <laughs> <laughs> so good so, now, so uh i'm just uh, thinking i i was at uh, i was at dragon con with kimberly just last year the last that's dragon con right that oh, actually yeah. happened and that was crazy that was some crazy. uh they were and then and Raphael and courtney and i uh well it, we were virtually together at wales comic con uh, a little earlier sure. this year oh, hmm. nice so you guys do see each other on a case. It's really cool to see a cast that keeps in touch. And, and I remember a couple of years ago, Ali, you sent me a, a, a text message and you were hanging out with Alex, I think in, in London. And I was uh, at a Comic-Con and I had like a little nerd, nerd shakes. So like, together. <laughs> this is so exciting. I know. I, I we had super, fun. We yeah. see some really good theater together. That's yeah. For sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I, I do have to, I, I told yeah. Ali this the other day, but, um, uh, I started doing the show 10 years ago. Allie was my first interview, really, uh, almost a decade ago. You always remember your first, right? Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, which is ridiculous. But, He's, but He um, said it, not me, finally. I know. It's, <laughs> it's a good joke. It's a good joke. But the thing that stuck with me about the interview was um, not only how awesome Allie was, but at the end, she kind of pulled me aside and said, you're not half bad at this. And it was the first time I had ever really considered kind of- I said more of, than that. I well, said you were one of the best oh, interviews I've ever done. You were oh. one of the best. That's fun. And I wow. couldn't believe it was your first time. I was really yeah. impressed by well, it. It was a long time ago, but I, I very much appreciate it. And uh, it really, it, um, you know, I was a teacher at the time. Not, this is not why people are listening to this, but screw it. Uh, I was a teacher at the time, ended up leaving teaching, and, and I've been working in games for 
about the past six years doing stuff like this. So it, it was, uh, you know, little things you say in life can make a big difference. And yes, they, uh, can. they really can. Yay. So That's I want to ask you guys quickly, moving on about stuff about me, which no one is here to listen to. <laughs> uh, how are you guys holding up during the, the crazy pandemic times? What, what have you been sort of doing to keep yourselves sane and happy? Um, you know, we have a lot of people listening from all over the world that are all experiencing a lot of, um, a lot of bad stuff right now. So do you have anything that perhaps might make their day a little bit better? <laughs> Mark, do you want to go since yeah. we're going to lose you sooner? Yeah. Uh, yes, I, I should mention uh, just to folks watching, I'm, I'm slightly double booked uh, with a Dungeons and Dragons game. Uh, I'm going to be playing with Questing Time over in the UK. Uh, so I have to go do that. And that is what I have been doing for the last six months. Playing a lot, a lot wow. of Dungeons and Dragons online. There's the answer. There's the secret. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thank you. Thank you to Roll20 and uh, Zoom uh, for facilitating all my Dungeons and Dragons games. I've been painting a lot of miniatures as well. Yes, uh, you have. Mm -hmm. so, I, I'm, I see your Insta. I see you. Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've mostly been, you know, concentrating on my own nerdy endeavors uh, to keep myself distracted during all of this. And uh, I do apologize that uh, I am not able to stick around for the entire thing uh, for, for all the fans. As I say, I have to go play Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, I guess you could say I should go. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. Wow. Perfect, Perfect oh segue. Nailed it. Right oh my God. So good. So good. So wonderful. Uh, do you really have to go? Or is it... <laughs> I I do have to go. I'm I'm so glad that I got to see all of you folks, and I'm sorry so that I can't I can't stick around for all of the festivities. It's but, always uh, wonderful when you're here. But it I do is. think I do think voting is rather important, and nerds should vote. Uh, and uh, beyond <laughs> that, I'll look forward to perhaps seeing all of your smiling faces on N7 Day. That's Yay. right. Oh, fantastic. Yes. Yes. Miss you, Thank you so much for coming. Too long. We will see you, folks. Bye-bye. <laughs> Happy questing, Shep. Bye. Bye. That, was, that was hilarious and a perfect oh, segment. Um, so what, uh, what about the rest of you guys? Have you guys uh, been doing anything to kind of keep yourselves sane and stable during these times? Oh, I've been... I have a little project I've been working on. Yeah. <laughs> Go for it. Spill it. Lay, lay, lay it out there, lady. Get it. <laughs> I've been working on uh, well it started like two years ago but um, and I just want to thank all you guys for coming and, and being part of this little shindig that's uh, sort of helping us out um, I wor started working on a project called Nerds Vote which was I noticed a couple of years ago that there wasn't a lot of voter outreach at con um, conventions and to nerds in particular and I thought that that was a crying shame because nerds are so smart, so engaged. They, I mean, love good and evil and stories about, uh, you know, um, villains and heroes and problem solving, puzzles, all this, you know, these are the very people that should be voting, right? So um, I was a little disappointed to see that the lack of uh, uh, voter outreach to them in particular. And so uh, just on a whim kind of started registering people at conventions and started Nerds Vote, and in two and a half years, it's become a much bigger movement, and all of you guys have been amazing in supporting. Um, we have a little podcast. Ooh, hey, Nerds Yeah, everybody's sporting their swag. If you want a great t-shirt, you can go on nerdsvote.com shop and grab a t-shirt of your own. 
all the proceeds support Nerds Boats uh, education and outreach. And um, I just, my friends have been amazing. And it's been this, um, just a wonderful way to focus myself in a time where I feel like I'm getting pummeled from all of the news and all of the bad news and everything that's going on and then just being completely isolated from people. Right. Um, this has brought me not only focus, but also the opportunity to interact more with my friends with a purpose. And I also just want to point out that I actually didn't know almost everybody on this um, podcast or whatever the kids are calling what we're doing right now. Um, uh, until Mass Effect, with the exception of Kimberly and I think, you know, a little bit of Jen Hale, Mass Effect brought me all of these friends. And I am so grateful because I remember meeting Allie Hillis the night before Mass Effect 3 came out and she's one of my dearest friends and then getting to meet Alex and, and like, so Mass Effect, I hope, and it very much seems like it's been a gift to all the fans, but it, as an actor, has been a huge gift for me in my career and also just my personal life foremost, having all of you guys. Oh, that's fantastic. Aww. And you, Ash. Oh, thanks. You, <laughs> thanks, guys. What are the numbers or what are the success stories of, of what you've done? I mean, how many people have you registered for vote to vote or what, what's happened? I mean, I, I'm excited about I don't have the numbers from, you know, we originally started out at conventions and then obviously COVID shut down our entire year. So we just did uh, nerds, we did the uh, National Voter Registration Day, which was about two, on Tuesday. Mm -hmm. And uh, with all of your efforts of signal boosting, we had almost half a million views. Wow. And uh, wow. I can't yeah. I don't have it on me as far as, um, the data to to go back to the registrations but um a ton of views we've had people like van jones wearing our t-shirts um people from pretty little liars and supernatural and are, are wow. supporting and then obviously like the whole my vo crew who were just there from the beginning um and are continue to signal boost with their fans and um so it's just turning into an amazing, we're still like a three person shop. And, um, and so I think this got bigger than us pretty quickly. So we're going to spend the next year also trying to reinforce our uh, system so that we can track things better. Um, so we're it's a lot. And I think you guys are doing a fantastic job and um it's uh, really, it was really cool to see on voter registration day, just my social media was just uh, lighting up. I saw like Paul Rubens, Pee Wee, yeah. and I had literally oh, wow. just watched Pee Wee with my four-year-old and like, then I'm looking and like Pee Wee's doing nerds vote and I was like, oh, this is just wonderful. Um, <laughs> so I think you're doing a great job. And, and you know, the whole reason I reached out to you and I wanted to do this is my idea was even if I could get like one, one person uh, to get out there and do it that wasn't going to do it before that is a that is a huge success um, and I think you're probably reaching more than one so <laughs> <laughs> sure it's it's definitely um, so much of it too is a lot of people are registered to vote but it's the conversations that are happening that I'm seeing people's you know minds being changed about voting where it you know a lot of people are just like eh, it's like jury duty like ugh, right. let's just ignore it and now people are like hey man let's let's make a, a an occasion out of this i'm going to get my family together i'm going to sit down with my friends and do ballot parties so that we can all do research for what's on the ballot 
um, and kind of, you know, coalesce all the information. Um, so we're not all doing all the same duplication right. of efforts. And yeah, it's the idea around it really was obviously registering people to vote, but also changing how people feel about voting and how people feel about yeah. the opportunity to steer this country and have a say in how this democracy works or doesn't work and that we have a democracy and right. um i know alex you know in england has a lot of the same this is not just limited to the united states there is uh, you know a lot of signs that that democracy is being trampled in many countries and people have fought very hard to have these democracies and to ha give the opportunity for people to vote and it's your right and you deserve to steer your country yeah. um, so never forget that your voice matters and, and you know, use it every it, time. Yeah. There, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's not just the, the big races either. It's the down ballot stuff that determines your, what happens in your town, what happens in your state, like that stuff's important. And I, I did a short video about this the other day on Twitter, which is like, the system is set up to look really unsexy and really disconnected and really boring and all that does is funnel power into the hands of the very few right. and it's set yeah. up to be confusing and the more we can break it down to like nope just this this and this get it done the more we take power back and we put people in those offices in those seats right who actually do who are us and have mm -hmm. our interests at heart so, you know more of the whether she's on your side of the political spectrum or not, but like AOC is an example of a person who was a regular working person and went in there and had a big voice. Like mm -hmm. we can those from all sides. Mm -hmm. <laughs> What's that? I said bartenders unite. There you right? go. <laughs> but, but it's really true. And and I think you have to realize that a politics is for you. Steering the country is for you. Um, and also realize I mean, I never put it together until, you know, no matter how you feel about the Breonna Taylor case, that attorney general, Darren, Daniel Cameron, he's an elected official. Mm. This, these are the people that you elect, are the people, right. your mayors, your district right. attorneys, your sheriffs, your, you know, uh, it, your city council. So going down ballot uh you know the presidency is the one that everyone gets all excited about but going down ballot is truly how things you know you talk about how you get your infrastructure set up in the city that you live in the roads that you drive on your public transportation your crime you know judges who knows about judges right. but are we seeing that judges are important <sighs> yes and not yes. just on the national level mm -hmm. these are the things i always joke around because i have been in front of judges in my life. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and you, you know, like it's important who they are. These are these are people yeah. who are dealing with right. how, how your city deals with mental health issues, homeless, you know, yep. we gotta pay attention. There is mm -hmm. no more set it and forget it and walk away for four years. It's true. Yeah. I mean- well, And they designed it like that on purpose because what happened was that enabled those, those wealthy, wealthy and the corporate interests and people who have all this money to hire lobbyists to hijack the law in their favor. Oh, like yeah. when I was thinking of a video today- are people too. What's that? Corporations are people too. No, they're not. <laughs> but like, for example, pharmaceutical companies, because they were able to lobby, they get federal subsidies and for their research and development. They get, fe our, the federal subsidies are our oh, tax yeah. money. Like we're yeah. paying them to develop drugs that they then turn around and charge an arm and a leg for. And that's because of the laws. 
There you go. Uh, I think the bottom line, I think, is that we now um, have an opportunity to make a difference. And uh, registering to vote and, and voting and being active and paying attention is the most important thing you can do as a citizen. And I think you, you have an opportunity to make the world a better place, which I think everyone in this chat is all for the world being a better place. So uh, I think everyone should take an opportunity, register to vote, be a good person, help other people out, do the right thing, read about what's going on in the world, and uh, try and help other people. It was a, interesting interview. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, go sorry, Raphael. Oh, it was an interesting interview with with uh, with Hillary. Uh, you know, and she talked about. I mean, whether you voted for her or not, or whether you ascribed to her politics or not, they. She said that she's um, approached on a daily basis where people say, "Oh, I really, I didn't realize it mattered that much, or I didn't realize that my vote would matter, or that it counted." Crazy. Um, or, you know, and, and uh, when we know that, uh, at least in America, um, that this electoral college is based upon, you know, I think it came down to 16,000 votes. That's essentially wild. So really wild. it one direction or another, you know, or if you remember the Florida debacle with 532 yeah. votes, you know, the, the like, we're, I mean, what I love what you're doing, Courtney, and, and what we're trying to do is amplify um, to the, to the regular people who are out there, who, who who both consume these games and and the media, and 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 remind them how important it is to sort of to 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 go and do something and and be heard. Roar, roar! Exactly. Oh, yeah. Very good. Oh, to the polls, um, and also like this is a nonpartisan movement. Um, I have my obviously my political leanings, but uh, nerds vote is nonpartisan people should be voting no matter what side of the aisle you're on. Vote, have conversations with people who don't agree with you, civil conversations. I believe that we need to find places where we can get together and work for change. So, there you go. Paragon it's, or, it's Paragon or Renegade. <laughs> yeah, last year, I think with, with Nerds Vote, we introduced the idea of, you know, having a cocktail party, have a couple friends over, you know, have discussions, bring what you know to the table so that you can share it with all of your friends. Because when you go down those lists of who to vote for and all the judges, and, and a lot of times you don't know these people, you don't know much about them, but someone else might. So if you can all kind of take a little bit and learn about it and come together. And nowadays, you know, with the situation we're in with COVID, it's even easier because Zoom has become a real thing. Look at us, yeah. we're here. I know. I know. So it's so much easier to, to get all together and have these discussions and, and um, again, peaceful discussions, talk about what you care about and, and vote. Indeed. Yeah. Well, let's, um, I would, I would, could talk about this with you guys forever. I know. I know. <laughs> but we got so many questions from uh, yes, all over, all over them. the place that I would hate to not get to some of them. Um, I know. Say, and let's just... not forget to take a group photo. Oh, yeah. Before we oh, finish, because yeah. I think we forgot to do that with Mail Chef here. It's all recorded. So. Oh, you've got it. You'll get yeah, it's all, I'll, I'll send okay. it out to you guys for sure. Nice. All right. Um, Ashley, you have a black flag shirt. I am, yeah. It's an old ratty one from my my, my teenage. <laughs> oh yeah. A black flag shirt and a nurse boot hat. It's all together. I know. I did it for you, Courtney. All for you, I know. Well, this is a really cool thing. I'm, I'm glad. I'm, I'm emotional too. Um, so the first question. The first question is from Lone Gamer M on Twitter. Uh, it says, when did you first realize how huge and popular the game had become and how did it feel? 
So when did you first realize that Mass Effect was something special? Jennifer, you should probably answer that. I'm, I'm curious. Oh, about man. That. <laughs> you know, I, I can't, I think the biggest standout moment in time for me was when Mass Effect 3 came out and we were at the GameStop at like midnight the night before it came out. And for me, it was when somebody dropped that, that cover in front of me that had Femshep on the back or on the other side. And I, I remember standing up, because you know we all know how outgoing Casey Hudson is. He's a very <laughs> and he's like, he likes his quiet, he likes to do his thing. And I remember standing on the table and holding it over my head, like you know John Cusack in that movie going, Casey Hudson, thank you. And he's like, uh, that, I mean, just that we were having a big opening at a GameStop. I was like, whoa, this is a thing. And, I know and there was a line around a Los Angeles block yeah I mean, it was crazy yeah. No. i know who you guys were there i think everybody was there except I we didn't see ralph i don't think or alex well alex was, kind of far I away earlier i i was there because i had my with my kid so I was oh there. you were you there yeah yeah but I oh left. my god that's how many people were there yeah oh, yeah my. it was crazy driving up and going what are what's that huge line for what's a huge line for <laughs> wow that's like, fantastic oh, crap and then i was like oh that's the line <laughs> I think yeah. for me, as as a fan, I remember um, the original Mass Effect came out on the same, I want to say the same day as like Grand Theft Auto 4 and Rock Band. And I remember being in line at GameStop for Mass Effect 1, and I was picking up Mass Effect, and the line for all three of those games was like literally a quarter mile long. And then years later, I remember I went to San Diego Comic-Con, um, and there was like a, they were giving out these inflatable Omni blades and there was like thousands mm -hmm. of people with these inflatable Omni blades, like screaming, running down the street of San Diego, like battling zombies. And it was like the most surreal. I'm like, I've never seen anything like this for any game in all my years. And it was just very, I mean, and just that and the, the Bioware bases for a long time where it was just like this really great intimate experience with the, with the community. Um, it was really, really something pretty special just as a fan experiencing it. How was it in London? Was it, was it, was it big in London as well? I mean, it was huge in London. I only knew it was big because I got sent the, the box sets of all three from Bioware. And I was like, wow. So they did like two games before this one, huh? <laughs> and then and then i knew it was big when i got invited to the london comic-con which is where i first met ali and courtney and they told me like they gave me all the down low about like the cons and everything they like proper took me under their wing and when uh -huh. this guy came up to me and he was like hey can you sign my towel? Courtney and I were like, no, no, she will not sign your towel. Security, excuse me. <laughs> sign whatever you want. That was kind of when I got an idea of how big it was. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you guys have had to sign many strange, strange things over the years. Um, <laughs> like bodies. Arm? I signed bodies. Yes. Oh, yeah. And he went and got and a check. I was like, it on. Yeah. That's how I signed my checks. Let me get that back. I'm going to change that. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> I remember you actually advising me on people that. People just robe and show you their tattoos. That's oh, the yeah. That's There's lots of tattoos. Did you guys, total sidebar, is it, David Attenborough just went on Instagram. 
And so I follow him religiously. I think he's posted two or three times, but today he told a brief story of hiking up a mountain in Borneo, being stopped by a young woman who's like, wait, wait, I want to show you something. And she pulled her garment up quite high on her leg and was like, I have your face on my leg. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> wow. That's, that's fantastic. I, I, I have, the minute I saw he was on Insta, I was like, going. That's fantastic. That's so good. Imagine being her lover. <laughs> like, who am I sharing you with? Right. Yeah. <laughs> who is this guy's face on your leg? Voice and you know narrating your intimacy. Oh my god! <laughs> and then she meets the chances of her meeting him on a mountain or wherever they were. I know. Right? It's kind of Borneo. Right? It's kind of crazy. So surreal. <laughs> Uh, the next is just a little shout out from Rebecca Joel. There's a lot of really, if you, one of you guys doesn't cry, I'll, I'll be shocked. But uh, this one says, I've been playing Mass Effect since I was seven, and it's still the best franchise gaming experience I've ever had the pleasure to witness. Thank you for making it a reality. I'm picturing a seven-year-old playing this game, and it's like, I know. <laughs> Mom, I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, seven years old. Um, this is a question from Thomas DeBoer. I think this was from Reddit. He says, I was wondering how much of the characters were already created when you first voiced them. For example, did you even know what they looked like or was it an evolving process as things went on? It was an evolving process, at least for me. I don't know about you guys, but um, all I saw of Liara, even in my first session, was what looked like a pencil drawing, a rendering, more or less, which happened to be blue, which was appreciated. But it was literally <laughs> just lines. It was like a sketch. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we kind of mushed the voice around from the audition interpretation, you know, with the director, Ginny McSwain at the time, who started Mass Effect. She was, she was the first director on one. And um, yeah, that's all, that's all I saw of Liara was a, was kind of what looked like a sketch or a rendering. Yeah. Wow. I don't yeah, think, I, I think face forward and to the side so I could kind of see, you know, what she looked like, but it wasn't filled in yet. And this, you know, so many games um, we voice after it's already been, kind of made um but for this game they were actually making the game the art was happening as we were voicing so it was kind of a more collaborative situation which was cool yeah Very cool although i will say because of the technology that they used at least for i think i can speak for mark for mark and for me we could not vary one letter from what was on the page not mm. one punctuation mark from what was no. on the page because of the machine mm -hmm. we were building yes. it had to be you know i mean kimberly yeah you guys same were with me and Ruff. same yeah, we had the same dialogue, so you you couldn't change anything. Yeah, but I I definitely had no idea what my character looked like, and at that time, as um, a black actress, I I often do roles I haven't you know if I don't know is this character black is this character I had no idea. <laughs> um, nowadays, I don't worry about that as much. I'm just myself. I'm not trying to sound like what people think black people sound like, but in that, uh, so I had no idea. I don't even think I. And I don't play games. I'm really bad at it. I tried mm -hmm. once. I tried in London, actually, and it was a <laughs> at that convention, and I just am really bad at it. But, um, yeah, I thought that was really, when I first, the first time I saw Ashley, I was like, she's hot. <laughs> like, I had, no, I had no idea what she was going to look like. She's hot. I love Ashley. And back to the, what you asked about, the, when I knew it was big was, when I was buying something at a store somewhere and someone recognized my voice just from making a purchase and was wow. like, 
oh my God, are you Ashley? And I was like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's, and that's happened to me a few times where I'm like, this game is massive. Huge. (laughs) Internationally huge. There we say it. It yeah, is, dare it we is. say it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah it, anyway. it's it's funny. It is it is very huge. And um, when I announced on social media that this was happening, the the response was just uh, people were losing their minds just to you know see you guys all come together. So I can't wait to actually show people this and people uh, people. Are gonna... I had the I had the fun. Um, I, I mean, like Kimberly, I I never we we didn't have any drawings other than what Ginny w- would say, which was just kind of trying to sort of create the way in which we spoke to one another, which was sort right. of a um it had a certain formality to it and a sort of almost militaristic kind of a you know formality to it but i, I remember meeting luciano costa who is the face of caden Alenko. um I, I remember uh being at one of these cons and we were both there it was sort of <laughs> that's so cool <laughs> I mean, he's a stunning human and um <laughs> extremely you're like why didn't you guys use me come on what's going on here <laughs> we gotta get somebody else what's going on <laughs> um <laughs> Go ahead. When I'm I was sorry. doing Sam, I actually did get a little bit of leeway because she was British and no one was English, right? So, so if there was a particular phrase where I was like, "Oh, we wouldn't really say that here," and like Sam's meant to be London, London, so I was like, oh, "I just feel like that's a bit." We would say more, blah blah blah. I was allowed to change a little bit. Oh wow, so, that's oh, cool. Wow. That Hopefully, you got some writing credit for that. You get residual, right? Yeah. <laughs> I was excited when I got to see what Jack looked like because I had only seen in you know my limited uh, looking at video games at the time, but I had only seen you know chicks with huge boobs and bikini tops and and stuff like that and uh i was so excited that she was punk rock oh yeah (laughs) i was so um like i felt like i was like coming home and uh, typecasting (laughs) typecasting (laughs) (laughs) like i she is she's so much there's so much of her that's like a part of me but also you know i shaved my head in high school i had a mohawk and and stuff like that and just the fact that she was like kind of flat, you know, small breasted and, and had big boots on and, uh, you know, tattoos and a shaved head and stuff. I was just like, I, I, I just was so excited that she was going to be out there in the world and maybe, you know, change. I mean, she did, I think, end up changing some of how women are viewed in games. I think she oh, was yeah. one of those characters that's kind of started that like, yeah, it's cool to have like puck rock chicks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that's that's one of the things about this game that I think is so powerful is it gave a home to so many people who at that time didn't have as much of a home in, in the gaming yeah. archetypal world. And um, I think that was truly visionary and powerful of Bioware to do that. I was so interested about the fact is that I had read that, that Mass Effect and Bioware was... Um, when it landed, it brought more women into gaming than any other game up yeah. mm-hmm. and, and, the and I always thought that was so because it was, had to do with the relationships, right? It was really not just about shooting something. It was the complexity of the relationships and the complexity of the characters. But I, but I, I know you and Ali do so many games. I, I'm just, I mean, I, I always wonder, like, why... I mean, I've heard Mass Effect, and I didn't... I, I take no credit for this, but that... that um, that it's been compared to Star Wars, as it were, in terms mm-hmm. of it, how mm-hmm. important and sort of how it 
there's before Star Wars and then there's Star Wars and there's everything after Star Wars in terms of <laughs> gaming. No, I, I am uh, like Kimberly. I like some games. I'm not a big gamer, but uh, this would be a Mark Mirror question. But I wonder um, for, for, you know, maybe for Ali and for Jennifer, what, why, what makes it a great game? What, why is it? Why are we still talking about it? What, what's, yeah. the, what's the distinctive about That's it? That's a really good question. I think I know. I think it. Oh, go ahead, Jen. You, Ali. I want to hear. Yeah, go. I mean, I think it, it's just kind of touching on what Jen said, or <clears throat> adding to the character development. For yeah. me, I, I mean, I feel like it. It, you know, a they cast us. <laughs> they cast. Yeah, they cast people that who was could a, really who, who could. You know, we we connect to the material. We connect to the emotionality of it. We make it real in the booth. You know. I envision myself in front of a green screen on camera and, 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 and keeping it very real. And, and I remember we had, again, it was so collaborative. I loved working with Bioware because the writers were right there. Yeah. You know, when, yeah. when, when, uh, when we were being directed, the, the writers were there in the studio. So we, if we had lines that we questioned or, or just, you know, like Alex was, was trying to really stay true to her character, they wrote these characters so specifically, so specifically, that and i don't think this is a spoiler because i think everybody's played it but i'll kind of <laughs> keep it but but there was a certain <clears throat> addition to a certain game where liara changed quite a bit and mm -hmm. it we were so i was so connected to her and the writing was so specific and always being written by the same person that when she had this little change <laughs> I was actually pretty emotionally upset and came home to my husband and said, I, I'm, I don't know what happened. I asked them, you know, who's writing this? This isn't the same writer. Something has changed. This isn't Liara. We need to go back to whoever was writing her before because <laughs> this, is, this is, it's not justified. It's not her. It's not true to the case. I was so upset. And I think that was kind of a through line with the writers and, and the actors and directors um, to stay very true to these characters. And, and I think that that kind of won a lot of hearts all over the world. At least that's kind of one of my, one of the things I really thought was cool. And I think yeah. you touched on something so important, which is it's the writing. It starts right. in the writing. And they took such care through the entire delivery system. I mean, I always use this analogy. It's like, you know, we're the ink and the tip of the pen. But they made a really good pen and they did not, they did not go, you know, lose it on the ink they stayed true through the quality of the ink to deliver that that thing all the way through and they had great direction in there and like it all came together because these weren't archetypes these weren't concepts of people these were just actual people with flaws and fears and experiences and where they overcame and it just is the writing is spectacular i think that's really the heart of a lot of it and also the technology was amazing and cutting edge and also being able to make choices. Yes. So yes. As a, as a, you know, the player and getting to so invested that it's like making real life decisions. So yeah. I think that was that to me is what yeah. was so astounding about this game because it, it was, like, yeah, it was, great. It was amazing yeah. in that you could hear what the select was already. Yeah. And so you knew you know, having the, using the VEDA machine, is it a machine on a program, whatever. System, yeah. <laughs> system, yeah. System. Then you could hear it. And so it wasn't like you were like, hmm, I guess maybe they'll pick a select that the other person is saying like, I should go. <laughs> you, you got to hear it. I didn't get to hear it. 
He I didn't get to hear it. No, I was, out, I was usually you and Mark, you know, set the tone. And yes. I also think that having a female option at this game set the tone. That's amazing. For all amazing. Other and also the first relationship where uh, same sex um, uh, have, have relationships, yes. which is incredible. There is and so much. much they, they got about that. I mean, awesome. in terms of yeah. people who said that that was life changing for them or their ability to be able to play a woman or play a man of alternate. Um, if that wasn't your your given sex, yeah. to be able to explore that, that was also a big deal. Was and that the first time in a game you could pick the gender? Was that the first time? Would, I it was maybe... it was one of the first big. Well, um, I think yeah. it was one of the first, if not yeah. the first. Yeah. Yeah. Alex, did you remember something to add? Uh, yeah, Alex. Yeah, sorry. I think maybe on my internet still being a bit slow. Sorry. Um, I was just going to say, yeah, the amount of... Uh, fan mail that I get about Sam's character and her relationship with Jen Shep, Femme Shep, Jen Shep, I'll just call Jen you Jen Shep. Jen Shep. Femme Shep was huge and I think the representation in the game and the inclusivity of the game was quite groundbreaking as well. Absolutely. You know, this is so years ago, I can't even remember, a lot years ago. So, yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a very yeah. big deal. Um, I, I want to jump on because I know we don't have all the time in the world. So I want to get through as many of these as we can. Uh, the first is just a shout out from uh, Chachi Bobkins, who says, I just wanted to share my most sincere appreciation for everyone in the cast. Your characters feel like voices first and pixels later. Your work is sheer artistry. That's nice. Which I agree with. Thank you. That's nice. Voices uh, first. That's that's awesome. And by the way, just I know you've got to move on, but just to add to what yeah. Port and Jen were talking about, just to clarify, we actually got to hear each other when we were recording. Yeah. So that, that's what they were talking about earlier, if, if people didn't catch that, is, is Jen, the Sheps kind of recorded first, then we were recorded after, and that's not normal. And when we it's record video new. games, it's usually line by line, and we just read the line, they give us direction on the line, and then later they piece the puzzle together, whose line comes after what, and the selects are, you know, which line they choose to go after, you know, someone else's line. But we got to actually hear each other on the headsets and talk to each other. And I think that was groundbreaking that, that we actually oh, had to definitely. have conversations that connected as opposed right. to, you know, I mean, because you feel that, you feel the difference. That, yeah. Yeah. It becomes you. a lot more intimate in some oh. And it moves something, I did get to a little bit of that in the end of three with the Anderson conversations that I was having. He, Keith had been in before me and I was like, oh, oh. Oh, you got to, good. I got to, it was my one experience with it. I was like, oh, this is amazing. Oh, wow. It's, it, it changes it for an actor. I mean, rather oh, than yeah. talking to yourself, you can actually yeah, exactly. convey yeah. the right emotions. From a monologue to a dialogue. Yeah. Yeah. Double-plated glass, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, this is a pretty sweet shout-out, too. This is from Scout. This is for Jen and Ali. Uh, Liara and Shep have helped me through many dark times in Are My Safe Space as I am autistic. I just wanted to thank them from the bottom of my heart for bringing these characters to life for me and helping me come to terms with being a lesbian. Uh, I'm the one with the Liara Shepherd tattoo I showed you. Oh, so, oh wow. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Cool. We, got, <laughs> we got lots of I those. Know. <laughs> I, I, do, I did want to say this. Uh, for everyone that submitted questions, I'm going to put them all in a PDF and email them all to these guys. So even though uh -huh. we don't, if we don't get to them during the show, they'll still have an opportunity to read them and read your shout outs and stuff like that. So you did not send them into the abyss. They're actually going to be looked at. So. Uh, this one's kind of silly and kind of fun. It's from Jonathan Westwood. 
uh, if you had to do the voice for one other character, this is a question you guys have gotten before, but if you had to do the voice of one other character, who would you choose and which character do you think would be fun to voice? Morden. <laughs> <laughs> Morden would be fun. Yeah. Just talk, talk like a Vulcan, just like very analytical, I, sterile. I don't understand. <laughs> any choices any, any of you guys have any standouts i would love to do just jack just so to... i could scream fuck all the time I, that's what i was yeah everyone would just be jack so we could just yeah. swear flip tables gives a shit you know Give just all our aggressions out yeah. i love it i need yeah. that yeah alex what I, were you I gonna know. alex had something is it Eddie or Edie? Is it pronounced Edie? Edie. Yeah. First character I auditioned for. I actually oh, Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but then ended up being trainer for obvious reasons. Uh, yeah. probably never nice to be rejected. I'll just take it back. <laughs> ah. Edie would be great. Um, we have another shout out here. This is to Alex from Hell's Mel. Uh, Sam was one of the characters who've made me finally accept my true self and come out. Thank you so much for helping make it a reality. So welcome. It's a that's, pleasure. That's very, very cool. Mm -hmm. And I'm you for coming out. Well done. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, the next question is from Haggis McHaggis. And I half apologize for this question because it's so ridiculous, but I love it. So who cares? Uh, what flavor of ice cream, gelato, frozen yogurt do you think best represents your character? <laughs> Blueberry? Rocky Road. Oh, my God. <laughs> Rocky Road. <laughs> gelato. Uh, oh, my God. Cream. Very English. Strawberries and cream. Strawberries and oh. cream. <laughs> Oh, that's a so I heard, I heard blueberry for blueberry. There you go. <laughs> Maybe beer and espresso gelato. There you go. <laughs> um, I'm gonna say like rum raisin or something. Something, kick. something with a little kick. Yeah, there you go. Courtney's thinking hard on, on Jack. Jack, come on, Court. Like of like Guinness and birthday cake. Yeah, I was gonna. Say, I was gonna say, does do they make ice cream with gasoline in it? Because that's what Jack, <laughs> that's what Jack would choose. Just like the worst thing ever. Or um, Rocky Road would be also appropriate, right? Yeah, right. I'll share. <laughs> uh, the next question is from Robot Gobot. Uh, do you have a favorite fan interaction or convention memory from over the years? I have one that was kind of crazy. It's one where I literally, I mean, there, there are so many, uh, first of all, just the general fan experience around this yes. game is extraordinary. Every person who comes to me is amazing. And some of the stories are so moving. There was one that was so unusual. I, I literally picked up my phone and immediately, you know, like contacted the team. I was like, you guys have to hear this. It was a woman, I think she was in Chicago and she was in her, maybe 30s, early 30s, and she'd had a stroke. And one of her physio people, and she was partially paralyzed, she couldn't use her hands. And one of the physio people suggested that she get a controller and pick a game and play it in order to regain the use of her hands, the proper use of her hands. And so she picked Mass Effect and she just fell in love with it and it kept her going. And she got her, she was completely fully able when I, when I met her, it was crazy. I was like, what? Wait, wow. what happened? Wow, video game yeah. physical therapy. I like it. Yes. I mean, That's when you wonderful. think about it, like, yeah, that makes sense, right? 
That is really fantastic. What about yeah, the rest of you guys? Any cool. any standouts? When 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 Kimberly and I did the letter, uh, which we read from, oh. we, we got a lot of response, and I remember getting a response. I think it was someone from Australia uh, who had. Uh, it was one of these, uh, you know, just unbelievable stories of how the game uh, put people in another reality and help them sort of transition. I guess her son had uh, committed suicide. And so this was a, she said that it was the months and months that she needed to kind of find her way back and romances with Caden and, and um, or the women who would then say that they would want to run down to the gas station and, and play with, listen to Caden or <laughs> have, you know, yeah. um, the, those things, but, but the, but the, but mostly the, um, the opportunity where people could sort of step into another world fully and then help them trans help them transition back to their real life particularly after a trauma there's a there's a bunch of that and i get a lot of stories like that as well that's that's what i was going to mention to rafael is, is yeah. you know that this this was so immersive people really went into a different place and i feel like it was a really good escape i think they should all play it again right now yeah <laughs> good times so too let's escape this us. whole insanity korea um he was a professor in korea and his dad had passed away and he had used um mass effect to kind of get through all of that and he had uh tattooed jack's face on his forearm and so he asked me to sign underneath it because he wanted to get that tattooed on him. And remember, Ali, I think it was at, at SAC Anime. And I was so nervous when I was signing his skin um, that I kept messing up my name. Oh, no. Spitting <laughs> on his forearm. Oh, a little bit of pressure <laughs> signing body parts. Yeah. Right. And so, and so I. But I was so nervous, my hand was shaking. And so I, I finally signed it. I was like, okay, that's good, that's good. And so he leaves. And then, of course, I'm double, you know, I'm, I'm going back and I'm like, oh, fuck, I should have totally done it better. But I'll do it. I'll do something cooler this time. And so he came back over. And it seemed like it had been like half an hour or something. And he comes back over to my table. And I'm like, oh, God, I'm so relieved you came back because I just want to do it one more time. And he held, holds up his wrist and he's got the plastic over it. And it was already oh. on there. And it looked great. It looked wow. great. Too late. Too late. Yeah, good thing you didn't draw like a cat butt or something. <laughs> I can do it better. Give me yeah. another take. <laughs> that's, that's part of why I don't play. I cannot hear all that because I'll be, I had to play Mass Effect 2 one time and I was like, no, 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 no. Now I just want to go back and do it again because now I know that piece. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, ah. Unravel all the secrets. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Mm -hmm. So we have a shout out here from uh, Foo Waffle says uh you're all I, I don't know, these are such amazing names you're all I amazing it. i love you equally but i also feel the music composers did an excellent job oh, uh it was yes. the music that drew me into oh. mass effect i bought it solely after hearing one track and confirm it's the best decision of my life wow. um oh, wow. I, have a, I have a quick shout out too to uh, jimmy hinson big giant circles like i want to say eight or eight years ago maybe i reached out to him and he he did the track of the normandy being revealed um mm -hmm. And it was a beautiful, like one of my favorite game, you know, moments and that music is just haunting and amazing. And I reached out to him, I'm like, hey, I'm, I, I want some new music for my podcast. And he wrote the, the theme to the Rated NA podcast like eight years ago for free, zero dollars. And he just, gave, he just gave it to me. And like to this day, I still like, I'm still in awe about how generous he is and, and how awesome that was. So yeah, if you listen to our theme, we're at like almost like 400 plus episodes now. The music you hear is 
Jimmy Hinson, who did music for Mass Effect, which is just oh unbelievable. Yeah. Shout out, wow. big giant circles, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is a funny question from Corey Weston. This is for Alex. If Trainer and the Inquisitor were diplomats exchanging gifts, what would one give the other? <laughs> no pressure. Hmm. Uh, I feel like Sam would give the Inquisitor. I mean, the obvious thing to say is a toothbrush, but I'm not going to go with that. I'm going to go really smart blueprints to the Normandy or to how it worked, like some really smart technical vintage detailed plans and the Inquisitor would hand over would hand over like if she's going to be really badass like maybe she'd hand over some of her squad she'd be like ah, I'm gonna, there you go. go go enjoy go, go do something good yeah. in the world have mm. some have some iron bowl for it. Yeah. <laughs> we all need a bit of iron bowl. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Um, so this is actually another question for, uh, I guess Alex and Jen. You both voiced some folks in Dragon Age as well. What's the difference between voicing and Ali? You did too. Difference mm -hmm. between voicing companion characters and characters with larger roles like the Inquisitor or Shep. So what's the difference, not just time wise, but also investment wise? Well, one thing that's particular about doing a player character is you have to maintain this kind of middle ground all the time because you never know exactly where it's going to land. And you can't, you have to be really present, but not so present that the player gets bumped out of their experience completely. And with, you know, with your other characters, sky's the limit. You can do anything you want. You know, I mean, Drag Creme was a real cool, cool departure for me um in in you know the dragon age stuff but um yeah that's my experience of it i mean everybody here i think has is pretty much had that walk that line as well yeah mm -hmm. that's the when you're the when you're the lead and you're kind of going through it you have to be really conscious that there's three different paths they could take or five different paths they could take mm -hmm. you have to be very clear and true to each of those paths but you also have to maintain this kind of central line of integrity to the character so for example the inquisitor who was naive and innocent at the beginning and then world weary and battle hardened and you know angry and heartbroken by the end for example whereas with sam sam also had different tracks but it was much clearer who she was and it was much clearer for example in the romance as well with femshep genshep genshep uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was a very clear path in some ways and that the sky is the limit in that in that kind of way awesome yeah. mm -hmm. great answer um we have a couple more of these how are you guys doing time wise is everyone like good for a little bit a little bit we yeah did? i have a little more time I'm okay cool we have like a, a okay a couple more questions and then uh we'll do some lines and then you guys will be free and this has been awesome so far uh so this is question from scott mcchicken <laughs> favorite name so far scott mcchicken oh, apparently he loves the mcchicken sandwich um <laughs> he's asking what one thing needs to change in the vo industry it's a broad broad question but uh, i think can it's i a just good... interject one thing yesterday <laughs> i i did a mcdonald's commercial for the mcchicken sandwich <laughs> and i sold oh. myself because i actually ended up having chicken sandwich for lunch <laughs> there you go so we wow. have a lot in common scott i just want yeah. to put that out there true story you are method you are method, <laughs> you are method. 
That's amazing. I go for it. I'm like, you know what? What does this crispy chicken sandwich really taste yeah. like? I, <laughs> I need to answer the question from McChicken. You got to take this. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah, you're taking it. This one's all yours. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Um, sorry, what was the rest of the question? Uh, so the question, uh, how, how delicious, McChicken. How delicious is McChicken? That's the question. No, the real question is, uh, what is the one thing you think needs to change in the VO industry? Oh my gosh. Health, health insurance. <laughs> oh, wow, that's, I don't know if I can answer that. Yeah. Jennifer, I'm looking at Jennifer. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I, I, I have a thought, which is the thing that needs to change all over the planet. Right now, the work of, we are working people. We're not, you know, we're not stars in the Hollywood sense of stars. We're appreciated by the people who love our work. But as far as corporate interests are concerned, we don't matter and we don't exist. And we are simply fodder for the profit machine in, in, some, in, many, in, in that aspect. And it's the same thing that needs to change for everybody. People need to be valued for their work. And in what's valued right now is the bottom line and how tight can we squeeze money out of everybody mm -hmm. so the money can shoot upwards. That needs to change. It's oh, a great answer. It's a great answer. I that's was my answer too. Yeah, I was having a conversation with a casting director uh, about this at lunch today, actually, just by chance. Something happened this week, which I still found very shocking. Uh, I walked into the booth. I have been given the job. I've signed my NDA. I'm raring to go. I've seen the character. I've got the script. And I walk in and I go, so, okay, guys, so what's, what's the actual, what's the real name of the game? You know, it's got a code name. Like, what's the real name? And they went, yeah, sorry, love, I can't tell you that. And I find that quite insulting. That is so insane. Yeah. Is what it is. At the point where you've gotten the job, you've signed your NDA, you've agreed to everything, they could now release that game without telling me, without crediting me in the credits, and I will not be able to benefit from that in any way because I literally don't know what the game is. Yeah. And that's horrible. And your agent doesn't know what the game is either. You know? Yes, and uh, your your hands are tied as far as like negotiating any terms because yeah. you don't know what you're negotiating on. Exactly, you have no and idea. Yeah. I will say that that is something that I find that my friends who are on camera actors do not. Yeah, they don't. They get that information. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, we are the people yep. that do this work all the time. Mm -hmm. um, we are in all the games. You know, this there is a you know a a small group of people that do the majority of this work and yep. we are tried and true and have been doing it for a very long time and it is insulting that uh people who can come in from on camera uh and do this work will get more information will get mm -hmm. more yeah, things like that yep. um that i'm just curious but i have something else <laughs> i also believe that um to piggyback on on Jen, I think that uh, the devs need to be valued oh. a, a thousand times. The people, we are, we are the ink to the pen, mm -hmm. but the pen is amazing. And people work so hard, so much blood, sweat, and tears on these games um, that not only do the people that hire them need to make sure that they are being treated well, being paid adequately, being, uh, not being, you know, worked insane hours, but that also the fans and people who play games need to understand how much work goes into these games. Yeah. Yeah. 100%, 100% on that. 
nobody so, freaking like poops out a video game. Not even just <laughs> yeah. no, it's just like, eh, screw it. We'll just kind of um Yeah. And spend years of their lives working on these games. And I have so much respect for the devs, the people that, you know, only recently, I would say maybe in the last five years, have I been able to start going to the campuses and seeing and meeting the people that are working on the games that I end up voicing. And it is so, it's such a profound experience to see all of these people, hundreds of people that are working every single day on these games and putting their life's blood into them. And so when, when something comes out and people are just like, eh, it sucks, or they're- Yeah, it's heartbreaking because yeah. it's not coming out fast enough things like that that has to stop that has to stop in this industry we need to start respecting each other both from a financial perspective you know from a, a work perspective but also as as fellow artists and mm -hmm. as people who you know i would never come into your job and look at your desk and flip it over and be like Jack, Jack, Jack would. Jack but would maybe not. would. Yeah, was <laughs> well, yeah, Jack might. But okay. All right. I might if you sucked at your job. There you go. <laughs> Just, you know, oh, those really, are great answers. Into consideration how much work and effort everybody puts into these games because there's a lot of love and effort. And it might not be what you want, but it's, it is art. It yep, is. Yep. Awesome. All right. So we have a time for one more quick question before we do some lines, which I know everyone is dying to hear. Um, the question is, this is the, the million dollar question. Sheppy, the N7 asks, would you guys ever do another Mass Effect game if you were asked? To? Yes. 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 We're just waiting for it. Yeah. Yeah. I'll say yes. Casey Hudson. Casey Hudson. I'll do anything. Tell I'll them you want it. Tell I'll mop the floor. Uh, well, that oh, is. A, it seemed seem like a really good idea because you have a built-in fan base, and yeah. you build it knowing that it would be uh, kind of eaten like a giant yes. chicken McSandwich. Um, and, <laughs> um, chicken and, McSandwich. And, and we could do like a Muppets Babies version. We could do like a teen yeah. version. We could do the musical. We could no. do Blue Mass babies. Effect the musical. Blue babies. <laughs> we still Amazing. need blue babies. I know they do need blue, blue. babies. We could so form I... a Mass Effect band. We could do oh. a lot of things. Oh, yeah. all day, all day. Yeah, don't don't we have I like think... the Hex Girls here almost? We do. We have two thirds of the Hex, Hex Girls. Girls. Oh my God, you guys don't know how much Scooby Doo we're watching right now with my son. He, <laughs> he would lo he would lose his he would lose his damn mind if he knew I was talking to the Hex Girls. Um, but I do want to. Do you guys have the the Thing I sent you with the lines. Yeah. Is everyone good? Yes. Mine Such are professionals. all out of order. It's okay. We'll be able to. Figure I'm like, it out. wait, which? Wait, okay. So like, this is this is the part. Let me go ahead and put my glasses on. Put the glasses on. I know mine are totally out of order, so I don't have pages. I should have put page numbers. This is all like very. Just show me which one's the first page. The first one is <laughs> uh, just Shep's line. Maybe you're right. Is the first one. Okay. Should be relatively. I was I was half asleep when I did these, so I apologize ahead of time. Um, <laughs> so Jen, if you want to take the first shepherd line, people will. First shepherd line. Okay. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Uh, now, who's the shepherd person? No, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you tell me about the character, right? <laughs> Who am I talking? Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Maybe you're right. Maybe we can't win this. 
but we'll fight you regardless. Just like we did Sovereign. Just like I'm doing now. However insignificant we may be, we will fight. We will sacrifice. And we will find a way. That is what humans do. Yay! I'm applauding. Yay. I know. I get those two alleys. Goosies. Goosebumps all over. Goosies. Um, so the next one is uh, Liara and Shep having a little uh, risque, a little risque ooh-la-la conversation, as they call it. Um, mm -hmm. You guys set for that one? Yeah. All right, let's do <laughs> Are it. Are you? I'm, I'm not. I'm not ready. I'm going to blush and hide under the table. I'm going to blush, which now people will see how hard these are. Yeah. Okay. I can't blush. Uh. I turn purple. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah, of course you do. I turn purple. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> what kind of a hotel is this? Azure. It's a luxury resort with an exotic edge. Azure is slang for a part of the Asarian body in some areas of Ilium. Where? Mainly the lower reaches, near the bottom. No, I meant where on the Asari body. So did I. Oh. <gasps> what? <laughs> oh, there you go. That's some hot stuff right there. Oh gosh, that is beautiful. Getting hot. It is. It is. Uh, this is unbelievable. All right. So since Mark had to go, this is. Uh, this is Courtney. Jen, and uh, we, we need to stand in for Miranda. I don't think anyone wants me to be Miranda. Who wants to be Miranda? Kimberly yeah. doesn't have one. So Kimberly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kimberly, be Miranda. Okay. <laughs> Please. I'm sorry. That was rude. No, Please. No, okay. No worries. And, and you don't have one only because we didn't know you were coming. No, yeah, no. I know. I you were. Um, I have Caden's lines. Aren't they the same? Oh. Yeah. What? Did Ooh. I you guys, you guys can take turns. You did. In that case, Raphael could be Miranda. Oh yeah. I'll be Miranda, sure. All right, let's do it. I don't know Miranda Oh, this line. Okay. Here you go. Touch me and I will smear the walls with you, bitch. Enough. Stand <laughs> down, both of you. The cheerleader won't admit what Cerberus did to me was wrong. It wasn't Cerberus, not really. But clearly you were a mistake. Screw you. You've got no idea what they put me through. Maybe it's time I showed you. Yeah. Woo! It is so good. We would cheer, but we don't want to. We're professionals and don't clap into our microphones. But Sorry. I'm clapping. Um, oh, so this is. Oh no! I think it got cut off. I think this got cut off. But we can what? we can make it work. Um, got cut off. The, the chef, I have Shep and Caden. Shep and Caden. I think the line is. Remember how I saved you on the Citadel. Okay. 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 Got yeah, it. Citadel. Okay. Okay. Is this right. me and Kimberly then? Sure. Yeah. That okay. that will work. Perfect. What are we having? Some sort of Canadian delicacy of some sort? Um, sure. We have beef, we have bacon, we have beer. The foods of my people. Wish me luck. If you need luck to cook us dinner, we're screwed. Screwed? You hurt me, Shepard. Relax. It's gonna be great. Guess we'll find out. I'm gonna leave it there. Yeah, that's good. That's better. That's better. Right. That's so good. Awesome. Uh, so the next is Trainer Shep and Liara. Can we mix it up? Can somebody else be Shepherd on this one just for fun? Yeah, no, let's do it. Whatever. We you haven't had a man, a dude Shep, so maybe Raphael, Raphael. could yeah. Shep us up. All right. Raphael is Shepherd. Uh oh, here we go. This is going to be great. Should I grab my toothbrush? <laughs> 
I know. I almost brought one in for Foley, but I forgot. I'll be Foley. I'll be, <laughs> okay. I'll be Foley. Okay. If you need to buy toiletries, we can put on a requisition order. We're all in this together. My toothbrush is a Cision Pro Mark IV. It uses tiny Mass Effect fields to break up plaque and massage the gums. It costs 6,000 credits. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're on your own with that. I need another way into this ship, and I need it fast. There's an emergency hatch. There's an emergency exit hatch for evacuations. It should be right here. Manual lock. It's only meant to be open from the other side. Any ideas? I could try a biotic field, but I don't think I have the fine control to trigger it. <laughs> <laughs> the toothbrush. Yay! Uh, <laughs> That's so good. That's awesome. That is so good. Um, so this is a Shep, Liara, and Caden uh, inappropriate line. <laughs> oh, funny. no. Okay. <laughs> I love it. Just how old are you exactly? I hate to admit it, but I am only 106. You sure look good for your age. Um, I mean, you don't look that old. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so good. I love that line. Hmm. All right. So we have this, uh, I think this is the suicide mission, the end of the suicide mission that literally when I was playing this as, as a fan at home, I remember standing, like stood on my couch holding my controller, being like, yes, we're going to do it. So I totally <laughs> lost my mind along with probably everyone else that was playing this scene. So, so this is the rally the troops moment. Yes, it is. Wonderful. All right. Wonderful. So everybody moment. look at this. Think about your plan. <laughs> there you go. It's not going to be easy. We've lost good people and we may lose more. The collectors attacked our ship. They took our crew, our friends. They think we're helpless. They're wrong. They started a war, but we're not here to finish it. We're here to make them regret, to show them and everyone else what happens when you go too far. No more running and no more waiting. Let's hit them where they live. Yay! Wow. Cue swelling music. Vote! vote. I vote and right, vote. Exactly. Right, right. All the races, all the way down the ballot. There you go. Uh, so this is just the very famous Liara oh, line. Oh, come on, Ash. I know, but you know what I figured we can really? do? We can all take really? turns. We can all we can all do it, <laughs> too. All, everyone can do it by the goddess. Let's do it. I think we should all do it together. Okay. I want to do the last on one together, too. Yeah, on, I think so. On three? <laughs> all right. You want to count it down? Sure. Here we go. One, two, three. By, by the, the goddess. goddess. <laughs> <laughs> so good. All right, this is a, we can do this one too. Good job, guys. Uh, this is a. Uh, I want to hear Courtney do this. I want to yeah. hear the. Yeah, come on. Courtney needs to do this. Yeah. yeah. Courtney. Yeah. I got to tell you that I had so much fun with this line because I was like, let's just go. I was like, beep, 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 beep. <laughs> awesome. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Um, this is a good Caden line here too. And we got to get Ashley doing it too. Oh Kimberly. yeah. Let's hear yes. Caden first. I don't remember this line. Go, Caden. <laughs> I, I, I mean, sorry, Raphael. No, it's fine. Well, 
that's very comforting. Certain death for some, fine for us. Yay! Woo! Yay! You want to take, 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 take it, Kimberly? We'll do, we'll do a his and her version. Okay. Well, that's very comforting. Certain death for some, fine for us. <laughs> Ooh. So good. Oh, what? What? Ooh. Oh, so good. This one has oh, to be unison. All together. You ready? Yeah. <laughs> Everyone, even in the audience. Here one, two, three. three. I, I should, should go. go. <laughs> <laughs> I love Ooh. the I should go line. Uh, oh, gosh. Well, thank you guys. Uh, let's go ahead and do quick social plugs and do a quick plug for yes. Nerd Vote as well, too. <laughs> yes. We are doing an N7 day event with Yay. most many, many of us from the Mass Effect cast. Uh, we will be signing autographs after via Streamly. Um, so we will all be popping, um, posting that information on our social medias and all that. It will be on N7 day, which is a Saturday, November 7th. We'll get you the times and the links through our social media. I am at jhale tweets <laughs> and at jhale gram, G-R-A-M. That's my Instagram. So what about the rest of you guys? Social plugs? Oh, I know. We're, I'm quiet. <laughs> I actually am doing a song release party October 5th uh, uh, for a new song I, uh, my writing partner and I did for uh, the book To Sleep in a Sea of Stars. I'm putting out a new single October 5th. I'll tweet that link as well. Awesome. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I'll tweet that. Okay, cool. Yes. Awesome. Yeah. I know. Our uh, Nerds Vote. Yeah, plug some Nerds Vote. Um, I have my personal one too, guys. I'm not just- Yes, plug both. Yeah, um, plug it. Uh, at Courtenay Taylor. It's spelled C-O-U-R-T-E-N-A-Y Taylor. If you put in the different spelling, you will get a whole different lady. Um, <laughs> who is now not appropriate for work. Oh. Um, uh, so, uh, and I'm at Courtney Taylor LA on Instagram. And we are at Nerds Vote up on Twitter and Instagram and at, uh, at Nerds Vote USA on Facebook, if anyone uses Facebook. Awesome. If anyone, I am Kimberly Brooks 11 on Instagram and Kimberly D. Brooks on Twitter. I'm sorry I'm really bad about social media, but I will try harder. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> and, and Alex, and, and Ali, why don't you go? Oh, I, go ahead, Alex. I am at... Alex Walton Regan, all one word, Alex with an I on Instagram and Twitter. And I never use Facebook, so I wouldn't bother. But yeah, at Alex Walton Regan on Twitter and Facebook. And if anyone on here is a fan of Amnesia or the first game of Amnesia, Amnesia Rebirth is coming out on the 20th of October. And I play the lead role of Tazzy, and she's amazing. Ooh, awesome. And she is not down the center line, she's like out there. So I really hope <laughs> some people do enjoy playing that. Yeah. Cool. And it's really terrifying as well, just in time for Halloween. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Um, I think across the boards, I'm at Miss Allie Hillis, A-L-I for Allie, at Miss Allie Hillis on Instagram and Twitter. And I'm not allowed to officially announce the title yet, but be looking for a new series on Netflix where you will hear my voice in a very, hmm somewhat similar character to this Ooh. game cool very cool netflix i will keep my ears peeled what about you Raphael? 
Yeah, I heard it's a really up and coming. Um, I, uh, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I'm Rafael Sparge is my code name, and that's what I go by in for Twitter and Instagram. Uh, just Rafael Sparge. So awesome. Well, um, <clears throat> thank you guys so much. This has been an incredible, incredible uh, little adventure, and I hope everyone listening to this and watching this is enjoying it. Um, give them a round of applause in your in your own houses. We're not going to clap because our microphones will explode. But again, if you want to help uh, Nerds okay. Vote, you can head on over to paypal.me slash Nerds Vote and help them out. And all donations go uh, toward voter registration education efforts. And definitely head to nerdsvote.com and uh, you know, help you know, get registered to vote and get ready to help change the world in a positive way. Uh, if you want to follow me, I am Ash. You can uh, follow me at Nerd Appropriate. And we do a podcast. We're coming up on our 10th anniversary next month, which is too Woo! long to do a podcast, but uh, we're still Ashley, doing it. Great. Oh, thanks, thank you guys. No, great, great oh, working you with you, Ash. You're the best. Uh, you thank guys you are the best. Thank you for organizing this. I don't thank think you. we've ever all gotten together, so this is yeah. a first. No, awesome. Thank, so you. thank you for organizing this. You guys are amazing. Thank and I'll, uh, I'll reach out when we're all done and let you know when the links are going out and all that fun stuff. That yeah. sounds great. And let it not be the last. Yeah, I know. We'll, yes. we'll do it again next Saturday. I'll see you guys again. We'll yeah. just <laughs> hang out, play board games. <laughs> and I'll bring all the dogs. There you go. Yeah. yeah. All right. You guys are the best. Take care. All right. Thanks you. for playing, everybody. Thank Bye. you so much. Thanks for playing, everybody.